The Grand Valley State University Counseling Center hosted Mental Health Screening Day in an effort to help students learn about their mental health. Staff writer Katie Ruhut joins the Lanthorn Loop to discuss her coverage of the event. Welcome to the Lanthorn Loop. I'm your host, James Herrick, and today I'm joined by staff writer Katie Rahut. Katie, you recently did a story on the GVSU Counseling Center and how they had mental health screening day. So can you tell me what those screenings are and where they took place? Yeah, so um, three locations on the Allendale campus uh, at the Kleiner Commons, the Rec Center, and Kirkhoff. And in Kirkhoff, um, they had tables set up in the lobby where they handed us iPads so that we could take the online screening. And then afterwards, we could return those iPads to the clinicians or the peer educators, and they would refer us to some resources at the counseling center. That makes sense. And then since you were at the event, what was like the vibe of the event? Um, It was really laid back. And um. Mm-hmm. And they just asked you if you're walking by, if you wanted to take it. And if you did, it just took like five minutes. And I thought it was very educational. Um, The questions on the questionnaire were like very insightful. And afterwards, um, I did get some more information. I got like a little uh, business card and they told me some more about uh, the counseling center itself and where I could find it and the times of operation. Mm -hmm. And then kind of one of the biggest goals of the counseling center is to educate students. So how did this like event really work towards educating students? The clinicians and the peer educators were uh, very good at answering questions. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, okay, so people weren't like asking them questions. Like I asked them questions for my mm-hmm. interview. So I guess it was educational in that, like if you did end up taking a screening, um, they were able to give you a little bit of feedback on your results there were different screenings for anxiety, depression, PTSD, eating disorders, and um, substance abuse. So um, they were able to guide you towards some information regarding your results. And then one other thing that you mentioned in the story that I had never heard of before was the Peer Education Ambassador Program. I didn't know Mm -hmm. we had that on campus. So can you kind of explain what that is and, and what that program does? Yeah. So the peer ambassador program is where students can sign up to um, be like mental health ambassadors for the campus, where they are able to connect to their peers on a student level. Emily Murray that I was speaking to, she said that that's helpful because it kind of is a little more, I guess, informal of a conversation between students than it would be with a student and like a clinician. And it's a, a little bit of a less high pressure situation, I guess. Being a peer ed is I'm a student worker, so I get kind of trained on what the counseling center does, and I'm able to tell that to my peers, which I think is helpful because obviously, like, if you're talking to someone the same age, you might feel more comfortable to come into the university counseling center. If a student missed mental health screening day, what can they do now? What resources are still available, and are there any, like, upcoming events that they can attend? 
Yeah. Um, so I think there's another, there's like two more screening days, one in like November and maybe in March. Um, mm -hmm. though you can find the dates on the website. Um, and on the website, there is a self-help tab, I believe. And there's online workshops and then like resources for meditation and mindfulness. And then also, um, you can always do an online screening and make an appointment on the website so that you don't have to go in person. Um, you can also call too to set up an appointment. And I believe that there are uh, live webinars on the GVSU Counseling Instagram, and they um, give advice regarding like how to manage anxiety or depression. Gotcha. That makes sense. And then kind of moving away from the story itself and more towards your reporting process, um, you started the story with some really good stats from the University of Michigan, and I think those really helped to set like the scene almost of your story and kind of explain the issues with college students and, and mental health. So where did you get those stats from? So I basically just looked up in Google uh, college students mental health statistics, mm -hmm. and I wanted to find a credible source, and I thought that the University of Michigan would be one. And um, I thought it was kind of cool because it was from like a Michigan university. Um, and then when I read the article, those statistics really just jumped out to me as being like significant. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was uh, very interesting that only 40% of students who were screened positive for these mental illnesses got help. So it just goes to show that there's a lot of people who are, have not seek or uh, seeked out um, help yet. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then you had some really good sources in your story. You had three total sources. So how did you get those interviews and, and what types of questions did you ask them to get some really good information out of them? Um, so I went at the beginning of the Kirkoff one around 11 a.m. And I spoke with um, Chris Pierrant, who was a clinician. She was just sitting at the table there. Mm -hmm. And then Emily Murray was a peer ed and she was like going up to the students and asking if they wanted to take a screening. And I just asked if I could interview them. And then they sat down for a couple of minutes with me and I asked them two questions. So I first asked, do they think that we are um, making progress in destigmatizing de mental health? And, um, and then I asked about what students can do for those who are struggling with mental health, even if they themselves are not affected by it, mm -hmm. like how okay. they can be supportive to their friends or family. And then... One last thing here, it's a question that I really like asking to kind of make each story unique. Was there any like reporting element of this story that you did that was unique or challenging that you didn't really expect to run into? Well, honestly, for the previous stories I've done, I've only been working with the Landthorn for like three weeks. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to do any in-person recorded interviews before um, because uh, I was either had to just take quotes from the speech or email, do an email interview. So I haven't done an in-person interview before, but I thought it was very uh, fun to just be able to like connect with them face-to-face -face and then um, be able to, I mean, think off the cuff a little more and ask some questions based off of their answers. Yeah. Very different reporting process when you're actually mm -hmm. able to go there and able to speak um, mm -hmm. to people face-to-face. -face. So I'm glad you were able to do that. That is great. Um, and if anyone is interested in the story and is interested in reading the full story, it will be available on our website at lanthorn.com. And you can also pick up a copy on campus when those come out. So Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you.
The Lanthorn Loop is a product of the Grand Valley Lanthorn, the student-run newspaper of Grand Valley State University. Our print edition comes out every Monday, and you can go to lanthorn.com for daily updates. I'm James Herrick, and I'll see you next time.